Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your host, Don Wright DeBron. Welcome to the, Welcome the Dash, to Dash Radio, Radio Show. I have no idea what I just did, Bob. I think I pushed some <laughs> buttons on this thing. I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> we start off a radio show with saying, but anyway, this is Peter Mingles, co-host of the Dash Radio Show, and I'm going to be going solo. Uh, Dawn is getting ready for an event that we are doing relatively quickly, so we are doing our show alone, giving her her chance to get some stuff done. And Axel, our record-spinning special effects guy who pushes the buttons that I'm supposed to now be pushing is off as well. So it is me and Bob Adams. We affectionately have called Bob the tax guy, and that would be that would be putting Bob in a small box. But Bob is very knowledgeable about taxes, and he's also knowledgeable about a whole bunch of other things. So it's very rare that you have a tax guy with an attitude and a personality. So this is great. So, <laughs> so Bob... Somehow or another, we're going to watch the clock, and I'm going to spin commercials as roughly as we can spin commercials as we go through this little thing. But I want to welcome you on our radio show, the Dash Radio. Well, let me tell you, it's always, always a joy to be here, Peter. Um, I find that the that the energy of, of the the things we get to share, you know, I'm not sure what it does for the people that are out there, but dang, I have fun. We do, you know? we do, and I'm we sure do. there's somebody out there. Good time. Yeah. There's somebody out there that we probably help walk off or crawl off the ledge. So one way or another, I'm sure we help a whole bunch of people. But we're going to be talking about, you know, the whole theme behind the Dash Radio was the concept of something that really hit me home, or really hit home for me a couple of years ago when my dad had passed away. Um, My dad had passed away suddenly as a result of prostate cancer, and I thought, that would be the one cancer you would want to get as a guy, but it didn't turn out that way for my dad. And, you know, a couple of years after the fact, I can actually talk a little bit in complete sentences about, you know, losing the best man that was ever in my life. But relative to that situation, I remember specifically when we were doing his uh, tombstone, um, there was the date of his birth and the date of his death. And then there was that little symbol in between. And I said, to my mom, I said, Ma, this is too small, this little dash thing. It was representing everything in between that only maybe some of us really knew. And I said, that's a shame. And I always made a commitment to myself that life by design, do as many things as we possibly can to help as many other people as we possibly can. That's always been my little physical, my little mantra and a lot of my philosophy And when we started to do this radio show, I said, wouldn't this be great if we can somehow fulfill all of the people that are listening in and people that are present, their lives, because there's so much more between the date that you start and the date that you finish. And that's why we celebrate the Dash. And unfortunately, Bob, there are two things that you cannot avoid. One of them is, (laughs) and the other one is taxes. Uh, that's true. That's true. There are those who try, though. There are those who try both there both are. angles to see if they can escape them. <laughs> but that's it's interesting it. I mean, too because we have a lot of beliefs that are connotated and 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 absolutely dominate our thinking that have to do with death. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we look at all the ways that we can get around it. All right, whether it's healthy eating or exercise or vitamins or all the medical procedures and possibilities that are out there, and all of it to escape the inevitable, mm-hmm. the inevitable, you know. And, and, and then every year we've managed, yeah, every every and we we attach ourselves those same feelings right into doing taxes. Okay, oh, I'm going to avoid it. I'm going to neglect it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, you know, and it's just an, it's inevitability, something that you get to deal with. And get to accept it is just part of life. Yep. And it can be either a, a joyful part of life, as odd as that may sound, because it is just a game, or it can be a dreaded moment. So that's true, and I guess it's all relative in how you manage it. So 
we have some thoughts and some ideas of how to be able to handle things relative to your business, Your if you're a W-2 earner, if you're a home-based business kind of an entrepreneur like many of us are as well, we have some thoughts and some ideas that really can help you make a situation better. Now, we have to be totally relative, Bob. So when I say totally relative, there is, I don't know, seven-plus billion people on the planet. And we are super fortunate to be able to be in a position where we can even, like, whine a little bit about, you know, taxes. There are a lot of people across this wonderful planet. You know, two billion of them can't even get on anything because they don't even have electricity yet. You know, and who knows what else might be happening with the other billions. And we happen to live in a situation where guys like me and you and Don and a lot of the other people in, we are so spoiled. So it is always so relative because so many people would love to exchange the stuff we're going to be talking about today with their situation with ours, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's a pain in the neck. Yeah, lots of times people just don't understand how they work, but... If you figure the stuff out that we're going to be sharing with you now, it really can be a wonderful experience for you and for many of you that might be listening in that are just getting started with home-based businesses. You might be here listening to one of the best recruiting platforms you'll ever hear because we in the home-based business arena get a chance to take advantage of all the cool stuff, Bob, we're going to be talking about, and for any of those people out there that are just W-2 earners, they don't get a chance to. So you don't have to be the rich and famous. You don't have to have you know been born with a silver spoon or get a special pass from somebody. Everyone on this line that probably wants to take advantage of some of the cool stuff we're going to be talking about will be able to. So, Bob, I'm going to turn it over to you to talk a little bit about whatever we want to start off with, with the tax advantages of getting started maybe doing something on your own. Okay, I'm going to jump right into this, first of all, by saying something that this wonderful American always says, you're a nut you don't have a home-based business. Okay. Now, one of the things that, that I really like to harp on, and I'm going to continue on my soapbox for just a moment, is number one, you realize we live in America. We live in America. And it's easy for us to sit back and take a critical view because things always that are negative go out ten times faster than things that are positive. And so we can sit back and say, oh, my gosh, look at the demise. Look at the mess. We've got another fiscal cliff, another drop that's going to happen on March 1st. Okay? What are they going to do with that? And, da, 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 and what do they realize what they're doing to us? And, you know, and, and Peter and I were sharing just a moment ago and realizing that, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to put a negative light, but just to realize that taxes have a gross effect on many, many things. Um, my wife and I had gone to Walmart a couple of weeks ago. And we were noticing how empty the shelves were, how odd it seemed to see it that way. And then I got home and I found this article about how Walmart was sharing now with its, with its stockholders that, that January was one of the worst they've ever had. And the reason why was two of them. One, there was a 2% increase in payroll taxes, which is, can be as much as a, a minor little cut for some people, but I know people who are losing $200 a paycheck. And that because they had such a delay in getting the tax processes for refunds coming out, because most people, when they get those refunds, they bang their way right into Walmart and they spend. And Walmart was suffering. And so, as most other businesses are suffering, because there was a, a momentary indecision about what to do with our taxes. There was no way to negotiate an acceptable situation in Washington, D.C., and so we had a delay, and the delay caused problems. Now, we can sit back and say, by damn how horrible this is, forgive my French on that one, but do you realize that in other countries that using electric cattle prods is okay for collecting taxes? And do you realize that to open up your own business requires so much paperwork and there's so much demand to make sure that you're complying with a, a singular totalitarian concept that to be able to even have the moment of free breathing is impossible. And so here we sit in America, a country where opportunities essentially are unlimited. They are unlimited. And we have the ability to play in the game 
to have our own lifestyle. Now, Peter and I have talked earlier about having the own, your own utopia of your financial world, the freedom that can be available in having your own business, the security that can come from having your own business. I often talk about having a home-based business being a lifeboat because I'm watching people who have worked in companies for years suddenly there's closed the doors. Their retirement plans collapsed. A whole variety of types of things have gone their way. And they had a home-based business of some kind. And that lifeboat is what kept them going. It kept things together. And it actually was a springboard. They stepped up, took off and ran with the idea they've already been developing, and we're now making more money than we're working for somebody. So, yes, we have an opportunity here to experience something that most people don't have. Now, having said that, I'm going to go to another port that's going to seem really odd, and that's called the joy of taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. Choke and gag. Choke and gag. Sorry. But here we go. Joy and taxes usually are two words I usually string together. They don't don't go together. I, I get you. But I want you to take a look at something. How do you know if you're succeeding at anything? How do you gotta know? Measure it. I guess you got to measure it. You have to measure it. You have to measure it. And when it comes to looking at a business, you're creating. And I want you to remember to focus on the word create, okay? Because that's been one of the main things we talk about in every show that we have. Because you are. You are a powerful creator. You have unlimited creative possibilities. It's entirely up to you. You have to be willing to say, okay, I'm ready to go and be open and do it. Now, we have the ability to do these things, but the way that we find out if we're succeeding is by measuring. And what a measurement can look like is not just in the financial realm, but are you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy doing what you're doing? Is your lifestyle complementing your dreams, your wishes, your desires? Does it fit into what your family deserves to have? And as you start to augment your life with this new possibilities of doing something that can really be fun and beneficial and rewarding and financially profitable, how do you keep track of it? How do you know? How do you know? Now, I can go on and harp all about bookkeeping records and how important they are, and because they are, they're important, all right? But it's also a measurement of your relationship with your country, with your country. And you have to realize, in this country, you're given 157 deductions to start with because you're willing to stand up and play the game versus wage earners who basically have three. 157 versus 3. Kind of a no-brainer right there. Yep, absolutely. We're we're coming up close to our little commercial break over here. But when you said 3 versus 157, I think you can cover the 3 before the commercial break. What are the (laughs) 3 things that that most people have? That's easy. Your home, children, and education. Home, children, and education. So if you're okay. a W-2 earner, those are your real potential deductions. Those so are the three biggest deductions you've got. If you're not a homeowner, your kids are growing up, and maybe they're getting older, and what was the other one? Education. Education. Then what? Well, we're going to talk about that when we come back. I'm going to run a quickie little commercial. We'll be back after we spin this. Be right there, guys. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. 
Okay, and we are back. For those people that might be catching us midstream, my name is Peter Mingles. We have Bob Adams. We affectionately call Bob the tax guy. He was here with me before he was here with me. I have to explain that. On our very second show, when we first decided to do this, Dawn and I were on, and then she had a challenge with the schedule that she had going on, and I played a conversation that Bob and I had had previously. So, Bob, you were on our show before you even knew you were on our show. So, as we playfully say, since the sperm and the egg, we were part of that whole primordial soup of being around here. And we will beat this drum till most people understand that you're nuts if you're not associated with a home-based business and you're a W-2 earner. Now, I want to share with you, Bob, where, as we're doing this, where people can go and learn a little bit more about the stuff that you have. For those people that are listening in, you go to the-radio.com, the, as in T-H-E, dash, as in D-A-S-H, radio.com. And when you go on the resources page, you'll see Bob Adams, his tax program sells for an unbelievably low price. You'll hear about it as we go throughout this show. But if you are not taking advantage of this, I don't know, Bob, do we yell and scream? Are we allowed to do that on the phone with total strangers? I, you I do it all the day. time. You might as yes. well just go for it, bro. Yes, you're nuts. You're nuts. If you can and you're not, then you're just kind of missing out. So, And I say these things because, Bob, I don't know about you, but I have, you know, I, well, I know about you. but And I know about some of maybe the clients that you have, but I've always had to work for everything that I received. I was I was never really given anything. Every dollar that I made in my direct sales company, either myself or one of my sales guys actually had to go create it. And I earned every penny that we earned. None of it came in by accident or by default. I could show you where there was effort put in on every single person that I hired or that we worked with Everything happened, and many times I could point back to maybe several hours of a presentation to be done, the doors that were knocked on, the phones that were rang, all of that sort of stuff. Man, we earned it. And then when I found out that when I formed my business, I had a partner who wasn't showing up. He wanted a third of everything that I earned. I said, this is nuts, Bob. Who is this partner? Like, who would ever hire a guy that said, I ain't showing up, I ain't working the crazy hours you work, but I want a third? You'd be like, what? There's no way. But I want to, you're not going to do anything? Are you going to drive me nuts? You're going to make me do paperwork to make sure that I can prove you're a third? You're out of your mind. And I say that playfully, and for some of the people that are listening in, they may have never thought about it before, but who was my partner, Bob? It was the IRS. It was the IRS. And I said, you know what, if we're going to have this arrangement, I'm going to make sure that we're both working on this thing. You're working for me, I'm working for me as well. So when we started to do that, I really had to educate myself of what do I need to do, you know, use the term like the game or the rules, what do I have to do to be able to work within this because I understand that, you know, I'm the guy that makes things happen. The, the, the payroll that I generate helps pay other people's bills. And, and why sometimes people don't understand that, I'm really not sure. Guys like me, people like you, maybe even those many people on the phone, we make stuff happen. And the government gives us all the opportunity to make sure that we can go do that so we can generate the profits that we can then pay taxes on and help everybody else on the planet, if you will. But, you know, that was like my little introduction to, wait a minute, I got a guy that's showing up and he's not really showing up, but he still wants a third of whatever I'm working my tail off for. I got to make sure this stays in line. And did I overstate no, it, understate it, or maybe you know you you help me? No, 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 you're right on cue. You're right on cue. In fact, I, I think if you pay attention to the video that I I have on there that talks about what counts, which is the program that we've you know we, we're we're sharing with everybody, is I talk about are you willing to give up seventy percent of what you make to the IRS? Now, if you don't have records and if you don't have tax strategies put in place. That 70% can sound like a really exaggerated figure, but it ain't. It ain't. Now, here's what, here's what you need to understand. Our Congress understands 
that 70% of the people in America are employed by small business. Small business meaning they have 50 or employees or less. Okay? Majority of those have no employees. They're just people working out of their house or working at in a shop that they've got, or they may have one or two people that they have as employees in their organization, and that's it. That's it. But that small little piece, which may not seem like much of anything, is the furnace. It's the fire. It's what keeps America great. When you have people who have ideas and are willing to put themselves on the line to make those ideas into a reality that better serve their fellow man, our government gives them the room to do it. They give them the room to do it. Now, I talked a little while ago about the measurements, okay? Now, the measurements in working with the silent partners, which we have in the IRS, really is quite generous if you understand what they are. And they've allowed implementable strategies that you can put in play, which will exaggerate the amount of blessing that you'll have in being in your own business if you learned and are willing to learn and apply what's there. But if you're not willing to play the game, if you're not willing to learn, if you just want to fumble your way in the dark and have no way of measuring what you're doing in life, you're going to get the results that that recreates. Now, Peter said something in our conversation today I thought was really good. Peter, how long does it take to get the light from the moon? Oh, about two, about two weeks. About two so, weeks? Yep. So the sun hits the moon... The light comes back, so the light you're seeing is about two weeks old. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in your business. If you fumble around, and fumble, okay, and by that I mean you don't know what the game is, you don't keep records, okay, you don't keep track of what you're doing, so you have an idea of measuring yourself. If you can't measure yourself, how can you possibly present to a partner a measurement that's going to mean anything? Now, it's interesting about the IRS, they have a double-edged sword. One side gives the slice of life to you. It gives you the opportunity to have and to experience the greater space of being. The other side will fry your cookies. If you don't keep records, if you don't play the game the right way, it can hurt you. Because they don't have a choice either. They're under mandate from Congress. You either play the game or you don't play the game. If you don't play the game, they're going to tag you. If you do play the game, they're going to help you. It's just that simple. It honestly is just that simple. Now, if you think if you think about it, Bob, you know the the government. You know, I think about these things as an employer, and and maybe you know I never took a business course when I went to college, which was a mistake. I was a biology and a chemistry kind of guy, and I always looked at business as being something that other people were doing. And, and it was usually an easier course than I took the harder stuff, if you will, besides French, because I had a really cute girl, Rosemary, if you're out there. She was a really <laughs> cute girl in my French class. Why would I take French? I should have taken Spanish, but there was this girl. So anyway, as I digress, I really start to take a look at why would the government give me all the advantages to hire more people? Well, wait a minute, Bob. Those people that I hire are probably going to be W-2 earners, and the government's on commission. They don't, they don't use this word, but the government's on commission with every W-2 earner. So give totally. me every advantage to go out there and hire more commissioned salesmen for the government is really the way I always looked at it. So sure, they would give me every advantage they possibly should because I'm the guy that makes things happen. I was sitting, when I say me, that's not the ego me. I'm just using that example. Me, us, everyone that's out there that can basically build a business and most of you have the ability to do it now with the technology. Bob, we're the guys that help the government earn the commissions, which they call W-2 earners. You know, something interesting, too, is you take a look at our educational system. How many schools teach entrepreneurship? A smaller okay. fraction. Now, how many, yeah, how many schools teach basic English and arithmetic? Okay, because if you go back and take a look, our, our entire education system is built off of the English model. The English model was made in order to have a workable flock of peoples for factories and for the military. 
And that was it. They just needed the core basic education so they could communicate with them, and that's it. And so people who live within that realm, and I'm not saying this to make people feel like they're stupid, just realize this is how the game works. Those who function as employees, it's true, they don't have to go out and seek business. They don't have to put their butt on the line. They don't have to do all of the, the record-keeping that's required for a business and the dealing with the taxation, okay? They draw a wage, they have their withholdings, and they go on with life. And the government says, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And we're going to give you wonderful three deductions, which you've already covered. That's right. Okay? And that's it. So now when we that's think about – now, when we think about then, okay, a business, a lot of us have the belief systems that we were grown up with of what a business might look like. And the stuff because of the computers and the Internet age and the technology and the different business models that are out there make it easier for anyone to really take advantage of the same or many of the same deductions as if you had a huge capital investment. So if you think of a business, like i got to own a printer shop. When I was thinking about leaving direct sales, I was thinking maybe franchising. I'll go to a franchise show, and I saw print shops, and I saw vending machines, and I saw yogurt places, and now just about anything could be deemed as a franchise, it seems like. But I saw hamburger joints, and I saw hot dog stands, and I saw a lot of stuff, but Bob, you know, cleaning companies and things like that, and Bob, many times it would be, thousands, tens of thousands, more of the norm are in the dozens of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and maybe even the millions of dollars. And for those people that come to the call or this phone or this radio show thinking about businesses, most of us think about those traditional businesses. And you would say, yeah, that's why those deductions are there for those kinds of places. We're going to talk about on, on the flip side of this how this stuff benefits, Bob, but who on the line could take advantage of the stuff that we're talking about right now. Every single person within the realm of our voice would have the opportunity and can extend to themselves the benefits of having a home-based business if they're willing to step up and play. And that's all it takes, as a willingness to step up and play. All right, so we're going to push the button over here, and we're going to, we'll be right back after this little commercial break. Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Okay, you were listening to Peter Mingles, and we have Bob Adams. We're talking about taxes. We're talking about home-based businesses. We're talking about the entrepreneurial spirit. We're talking about the dash and filling everything in between. As we're building the things that we're building, we're also coming up with a mobile application. So for those of you that have Android operating systems on that little two-inch screen, you can now, in the App Store, I believe, find us. So if you go into your little app store and you're using an Android operating system type phone, you can go and look for the Dash or Dash Radio or something like that, and you'll be able to download our mobile app. It is currently being approved by the Apple boys, and the Apple guys, are gonna, they take a little bit longer. You know, So they do whatever they do. It takes a little bit longer, a lot more people perhaps online relative to the app store, but you'll be able to find it for your iPhones and your tablets um, sometime in the very near future as well. So we are growing. Bob, we've done a lot since you didn't know you were on our first show. You know, we're really, we're really, <laughs> we 
have text broadcasting. Look at that website. Go to the dash radio.com. We got mobile apps. We've done a lot since you didn't know you were involved with us. My goodness. My goodness. Show. All right, so let's What let's, an inspiration. Yes. And let's kind of go through some of the other stuff because I know we wanted to talk about travel, but we 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 kind of ended just about like how anybody that really wants to can do it. You have a really great product, so let's push your product for a second. If you go to the dashradio.com, click on resources, just go buy it. So we don't need any subconscious commands. Here's a specific thing. Hey, listen, if you're not taking advantage of this, it's the most inexpensive product I've ever seen relative to how to learn how to handle the possible deductions associated with this. So you go to the dashradio.com, click on the resources, go to Bob Adams Tax Program, and for the ridiculously low price of 20 bucks, period, flat out, one-time, tax-deductible, 20 bucks, you can buy Bob's tax program called What Counts? Best thing I've ever seen, the best value, you can, best 20 bucks you can spend on yourself and your home-based business because it's all tax-deductible as well. You know, i, I got to share a story for just a moment. I get to give my wife credit because she's the one that came up with the What Counts name. Okay, Because that's, that's been the most interesting part. When people come to us and they're crying, okay, I didn't know this, I didn't know that, I don't know what to do about this. You know, it really just boils down to stick figures. That's one thing that she has taught me well is to stick figure things. And so I took the things that I found that were the most important as I've taken my 30 years of business and consulting with, with small entrepreneurships and teaching them what it is that counts. What do you need to know? Okay? And what do you have to record? And how can you make the recording process simple? And that's the most important part. So, this, the program is called What Counts, obviously, it, and it is a template. It works in an Excel spread program. Um, I have found that it works either really best in Excel or KingSoft. Um, OpenOffice, so for some reason, doesn't like the links that we have in the program, so it doesn't function extremely well in that one. But KingSoft is free, and essentially it's Excel 2003. It's the same thing. The program is made so that when you open it up, There'll be a table of contents you can click to, and there'll be a place for a setup. And in the setup, essentially, you put the basic information about yourself and your business. Well, that's the first thing we want. The next thing we want is we want to educate you. So the next one is going to be deductions. And you click on that one, there is going to be 100 deductions that you can use in your business. Now, what's fun about it is it's in a spreadsheet. Now, some people will go to spreadsheets and go, ah, it doesn't make any difference. I've sealed off everything except for what I want you to touch. Okay, you can't screw this up. It's impossible. But every cell that has a deduction, when you move the cursor over it, has a box pop up. And it explains what that deduction is and where to put it in the accounting system. And also on that same page, there's a link that goes to the IRS website and to a couple others that have to do with small home-based businesses, the legalities of deductions, and ideas. Now, when you get finished there, you can go back in and you can start. Now, what I did is I took the three biggest strategies for home-based businesses and I built them into the program. Now, does that mean these are the only strategies? Not by any means. There are hundreds of strategies that are available, hence the name of my company, which is called Insider Refund Strategies. Okay. There are three main ones, though, and the, the first one has to do with hiring your children, Okay, because you can hire your children and grandchildren up from the ages of 17 to 24. You can pay them up to $5,800 which is 100% deductible to you and keeps them below the required filing status so they don't have to report and pay taxes on it. And because you're doing it that way, you do it through payroll, but there's no payroll taxes. You're simply reporting to the IRS how much they were paid. And that way, if they work at another job that pushes them over the limit of the $5,800, then they'll get taxed on that. 
Okay, but it's it's just an awesome way to teach your children the advantages of entrepreneurship, the responsibilities that go along with with being on their own, thinking for themselves, acting for themselves, and the things you would ordinarily buy them, which you have to pay taxes on, you now have written off, and they go buy it, and they don't pay taxes. Number two. I think an incontinent, you know, uh, 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 how would you say a side effect of doing that with your children as well, I think you're probably teaching them some of the most important lessons that they'll ever learn relative to how to manage money. Remember we were talking earlier about what schools teach entrepreneurship. Right. The home-based school is the best. What they learn in the business, working with mom and dad, has the greatest influence that they're going to have. And when they see what mom and dad are doing and they have the opportunity to participate and they become accountable, and I talked about that earlier too, about being accountable versus being a victim, okay? And there's there's a space for growth and peace, quite frankly, and joy in being accountable. And when a child learns that they can do something, that there's a reward associated to it that's going to give them the freedom to be able to do what they want to do, well, then you've just planted the seed for the whole entire future. Because we live in a system that is reward-based. And even the government rewards us when we play the game straight. Now, the other two things that I put on there that I felt just as important is business use of the home, which is being changed this year, and we'll go over that another time, Okay, essentially it's the same thing. They just changed how you can calculate it. And um, 100% medical. Now, I'm sure you've heard talk of Obamacare. You've heard of all the changes that are going on. The increase in the 2% on your payroll taxes was for medical. Um, the requirement that all Americans are going to have to have some kind of medical coverage, it's looming out there. There's no way of getting around it at this point in time. But if you can do that through the realm of a business, instead of paying and having it go to Schedule A, which is where your standard deductions are at, you have to have more than 10% of your adjusted gross income to even have it show up on Schedule A, which is where your itemized deductions are at, which would include your mortgage on your home, the taxes on your home. If you don't have enough to exceed the standard deduction, all that medical is a total waste. It's a total waste. Whereas if you have your insurance and your medical set up on a business plan, it goes either out through the Schedule C in your business, which is a program for that, and we'll explain that later, or it goes on the front of the 1040 and subtracts from your income directly. 100%. 100%. And it can include over-the-counter products. Instead of being limited to what's prescribed or your, your doctor's visits, dentist visits, hospital stays, 100%. Even over-the-counter stuff. Even over-the-counter. You know, yep. Bob, as we're, as we're talking about, you know, the affordable health care, which whatever, I guess they call it Obamacare, you know, he got mm-hmm. branded with that, and it was obviously a big push. And, you know, when you think about the broad strokes, who wouldn't want people with pre-existing conditions covered? Who wouldn't want people of, you know, who wouldn't want everybody to be covered? Um, so I understand the socialness of it, but then we have to get to the business of it. And uh, I was just, I was just at Walmart's one of my favorite shopping places as well. And uh, when I was in Walmart just this past week, I went to go buy a roll of paper towels. The Walmart paper towels are six of them for three dollars and twenty-six cents. They've been that price, Bob, for a, a while. Before the gas prices, remember when we had a gas price uh, jump a while back, uh, went up to four bucks and it kind of went down. That was what we call price conditioning. The oil companies figured that, hey, wait a minute, these guys will pay for it. And then they kind of went down and now we're kind of creeping back up to that. And when I went in there, Bob, those same paper towels started at 326. I believe they were $3.76. 50 cent jump, Bob, in one mm-hmm. weekend. In one mm-hmm. weekend, Bob. I don't, I'm not an accountant, so I don't know what the percentage of 326 is to 50 cents, but that much on one item that I buy two six rolls every week. So my, my need to make more money to just to keep my standard of income, income in that little teeny-weeny arena of my life, that one item in that shopping cart went up a buck. My gasoline prices went up. My health insurance prices went up. My home insurance went up. 
my flood insurance went up, the stuff that they cover in my health plan went down, all of these things start to happen. Bob, if I can't turn my income up or down like a spigot, what am I going to do? And the answer is, help me with this. Have a home-based business. All right, let's talk about those rolls of, of paper that you bought. What is the purpose of the rolls? I use some of it in the house. I use some of it in my business. Okay. Maybe so whatever you use in the business is a supply. Mm-hmm. Do you have to be taxed on that? And the answer is no. That is tax deductible. It is deductible. And when you learn of all the room that there is for deductible items and having a home-based business, it becomes a game. It becomes a game. So when I okay, now up, I've listened. Right. right. So when I, when I wanted to update my computer and maybe I needed to do my antivirus protection and maybe I needed to buy, you know, maybe another desk or another filing cabinet, all of those types of things, or maybe... You know, I'm in my office a little bit more frequently, maybe at the house, and maybe using a little bit more electricity. Fans are going, air conditioning is going, stuff like that. I might have to meet somebody for a meal or things like that to help build my business. I know already the answer because we teach this stuff. But Mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff is now available for me, and regular people, the answer is probably no. Truly, it is no. I mean, if you're just a wage earner, i got to be careful because just – has a, a connotation to it of being less than, heck no. People are people and we're all from the same cloth, okay? However, the choice of how you choose to earn your money can make a huge difference on the taxes that you pay. When you're willing to step up and play, there are a lot of rooms to benefit. And so as Peter and I are identifying, look at the changes that are going on. Okay? And there are changes. There's always changes. That's the one consistency in life is the changes. When you take a look at those changes, there is a balm I'm going to use, B-A-L-M, okay, that can ease some of that pain when you realize that the things that you buy that are pertinent to your business are deductible. You know, and we're going to take a break here in a moment for our, our our wonderful little advertisement that's going to happen. When we get back from that, I'm going to really blow your mind. I'm going to show you some things you probably never thought of that were tax deductible in having your home-based business that could be a lot of fun. Here we go. Okay. Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. Are you in a rut about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. Okay, and we're coming back. This is Peter Mingles. We have Mr. Bob Adams, who we affectionately call the tax guy. We're talking about the benefits of getting started or maybe continuing with something relative to maybe doing something on your own. Many of us work from home. We're small business operators. Sometimes we have the capital investments of equipment and people and places and resources and a whole bunch of stuff like traditional businesses. And then many times affiliates or distributorships also qualify for that same home-based business deduction. So, Bob, I have been known to occasionally call people nutty for certain things, <laughs> and I am absolutely flat out, I think, justified by saying to people if they are not associated with home-based business, and they can, and they want to be, they're nuts. I mean, just flat-out nuts to not take advantage of the stuff that we are talking about right now for the greater good of 
building your profits so high you can do as many things as you possibly can, give other people opportunities to be able to work with you, be able to provide by increasing your business and pay vendors, like build the economy. Let's churn this thing. I'll use a Bush thing so we can help people go shopping. So let's go out there and do some stuff. And if you have that greatness in you and you're not taking advantage of it, you're flat out nuts. So, Bob, all right, so back to you. So we're going to be talking – I know you started talking about um, home deductions, but, you know, I almost got off topic on this because we're going to be traveling um, over the next couple of days to the ANMP conference. The ANMP is uh, an organization called the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. I was invited at their founders meeting back in 2004 when they were previously called the DRA, a gal named Sandy Cohen who works with a company called Zango is one of probably the she's one of our biggest fans relative to be involved in the home based business her taxes is concerned as well well she invited me to take a look at the DRA and we're going to be traveling bob over to the ANMP which is going to be in Dallas Texas on March 1st 2nd and 3rd and you can go to anmp.com and see where you can buy your tickets if you want to um but the reality is bob is I'm going to be making a trip so uh for me and and other people that might be listening in how can we maximize, if you will, our legitimate tax deductions associated with this business expense that I'm now going to incur? Boy, you know, I, I actually have an entire radio show prepared to talk about travel. Well, we're on a radio because, show, Bob. <laughs> I know that. But I'm talking about a whole hour, a whole hour, you know, to talk about travel because there are so many deductions and concepts that can be associated and attached to travel that it wouldn't do us justice. But what I do want to do is take the next 15 minutes or so, and I want to talk about some fundamental things having to do with travel, and then I'm going to touch on one more fundamental thing, which is called building the skeleton first. Okay? But we're going to start out with travel. Now, Peter's going to be going. Uh, by the way, everybody, just in case you're not aware, Thursday, Peter and, and uh, Don are going to be gone, and I get to have the show on Thursday. That is now, right. Thursday, I'm going to talk about choosing easy, choosing easy, because most people, when they take a look at having a home-based business, it just scares the bejabbers out of them, and I'm going to show you, you do not have to be afraid, okay, IRS, G-O-D, not the same thing, okay, and how you can make your business take off and run with a minimal amount of expense on your side. Hey, now, the most important. I'm sorry, keep going. I'm sorry, I jumped on top of you. Go ahead. That's okay. I was going to share. There's just so many other deductions that when you start putting the educational aspect of the program called What Counts there in front of you, you'll begin to realize and your imagination can start to run about what you can do. Now, let's, talk about, let's talk about the IRS for just a second. You okay. know, they're, they're people that work for the government. And mm-hmm. I think just like any other aspect of your life, if you do things wrong and you're not doing things the right way, then they're probably not going to necessarily make it a really nice time for you. But the, you've worked with enough people at the IRS. I mean, are they just regular people like you and I, or like are they just mean in that whole thing like, you know, like every commercial you see about taxes on television is how there's, you know, huge interest rates and we're going to fight for you and we're going to do all these things. Is the IRS just like one really nasty organization or are they just regular people if you do things the right way you know i i have seen those really nasty people prior to 1997 mm-hmm. okay in 1997 when they got their hands slapped soundly by congress and many of those older people who had the attitude of you know unsurmountable power found themselves you know being kicked out of the system here that it did change. And I have also learned that in working with the IRS, it's no different than working with any other partner. Okay, You just get to be up front. Know what the relationship is going to be. When you go into a partnership, you write bylaws, okay, which define what the function of the, of the business is, who's doing what, how much is their participation, and therefore they have an ownership in it. Your relationship with the IRS is a partnership also, and they come to the table with bylaws, and they say, here's what the bylaws are. And if you abide by my bylaws, my gosh, you're going to have a good time. You're going to succeed. 
you're actually going to take home money, okay, that we're not going to look at. We're not going to look at because we want you to succeed. Because when you succeed and you hire employees and they only have three deductions, oh, a whole other scheme of thing here. Never mind. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So there are there are ways of of making the game fun. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go after that because our, our time is running out. We only got yeah, we're still on we're still on travel. But you mentioned it. I just had it was just a thought process when we were talking about like God and the IRS. And mm-hmm. Sometimes people are afraid of the mm-hmm. IRS and stuff like that. They're just regular people. Now, if you do it's things just wrong, just like anywhere else in your life, if you do things wrong, you could, if you don't brush your teeth, your dentist kind of yells at you. You know, if you don't come into the doctor and you have a heart attack because he's been telling you to come into the doctor, he's going to sit there and yell at you. If you're doing the right things like we're talking about right now by buying the program What Counts from Bob for 20 bucks, you can actually make sure that you have a good relationship because everything's going to be documented. They just ask for the documentation and you learn the rules. So talk to us about travel. Go ahead. All right, let's talk about travel. Okay. First of all, because the IRS recognizes that in order for us to have a successful business, we have to communicate. Now, they give us an allowance for Internet, for telephone, for you know things along that line for communication systems, but they also give us an allowance for travel. So Peter is about to embark, and he's going to go on a trip to Texas. 105 right. miles to the first airport. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's going to track that 105 miles because it's going to be deductible on a mileage chart of 55 cents a mile, okay? And then he is going to take his flight, which he's going to be 100% deductible because he paid for the, the, the airline ticket. You know, airline ticket. He's going to get there. Bucks. He's going to he's going to rent a car for the flight. Yep. Okay, and then he's going to go to a hotel. Okay. And while he's there at the hotel, of course, that's going to be deductible. Now, his meals are going to be 50% deductible, okay, because they give you a benefit because they know you're going to eat. You're going to eat anyway. It doesn't matter where you're at. You're going to eat somewhere along the line. And they'll say, okay, because you are on the road, we're going to allow you to be able to take 50% of a deduction off. Okay. Do I need to rece- now, what's, the do- what's the dollar amount that I need to receipt on that one? Uh, it has to be over 25. If it's under 25, you don't need the receipt. The receipt. Okay, got it. Keep going. And what's really interesting, too, is oftentimes we find ourselves in a per diem situation. And the per diems are what they say per day, what you would think would be an average requirement to exist, okay, is varying with each city and each state. And I have this huge little program I have that, that tells me when you go to San Francisco, in what areas in San Francisco, what the per diem is going to be, Okay. And it's really a great system, and it works well. It works well. But what you probably don't know is this. Let's say Peter goes there. He's having a wonderful meal. He's all decked out in his suit, and something gets spilled on it. And he has to wear that suit to the meeting in the next day. So he takes that suit down to a dry cleaners. He has to have it cleaned immediately. And so there's an extra charge for that, and there's a charge for cleaning. Well, guess what? 100% deductible. And let's say Peter gets there, and he realizes his hair's too long. He's going to get a haircut. He's on the road, 100% deductible. Now, let's just say that Peter decides that he's going to go to a conference, you know, and it's really going to be a cool conference, and it's going to be in Europe. It's going to be in London. You can fly, but what would happen if you took a boat? Boats go there, don't Take they? Little, oh, yes, they most absolutely do. Titanic had a little bit of a difficulty, <laughs> but for the most part, most of them do quite fine. You know, and I love that because April 15th, you know, the day that it sank is the day we have our tax dates. Okay. I just thought that was those, somewhere they're tied together. I know they've got to yeah. be. Yep. So anyway, um, uh, you take a look at uh, your, your, you can go on a boat – which could be a vacation essentially, as long as the purpose is business-related. You could even go, and a lot of, of, of educational services are offering seminars on ships. So you go on this ship, you have a wonderful trip, but you also have a training that's going on, and you have so many hours, so many days that you're involved in that, which makes it 100% deductible. But you didn't know that one, huh? Wow. wow. Now, there's a whole bunch more. Like I said, I got a whole hour put aside for doing travel. 
because it's amazing what you are allowed to do in, in your traveling concept. But let's say, for example, like you decide you're going to go to this and you're going to take your wife. Okay? Well, obviously, if she is not an integral part of the business, you can't deduct the expenses that are incurred for her. However, have you learned that the back seat of the car goes with the front seat of the car when you travel? Of course. So whatever the mileage is that you're going to incur for a trip, whether she's with you or not, is going to be deductible. Now, if you go into a hotel, what's the hotel cost? If it's just for you, and usually it's going to cover you and somebody else with you, it's the same price, that takes care of it. If you have to get a room because your kids are with you, you subtract the difference between what two beds would have been versus one bed, which is you leave $20, $30, whatever it is. You don't get to write that off, but you get to write the majority of it off. Now, the meals, nope, you can't take care of the meals unless they're participating in the business. Now, what's really fun, and that, this is this is kind of a crazy thing to do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a business I had at one time. It's not going to take very long. I had a business shoplifting. As crazy as that may sound, but what I would do is I got hired by a series of stores to go out to their different stores and shoplift them. And I would bring my children with me and the neighbor's kids and cousins, okay? And we would hit a store. And we walk out with all these items. The manager would meet us outside. As soon as we got outside, we'd turn them over to him. we run a tally, okay, of what it was taken out of the store. And then in the evening, I'd go back in and teach a class and teach people this is how shoplifters work. This is what they do. That's way before we had all the electronic stuff at the front of the doors and all the kind of things. But what happened? Well, every travel expense I had, because my kids were participating, they were a part of the integral part of the business, I got to write everything off. Unbelievable. Now, how's that for how's that for a streak or a stroke of an idea of a business of a that's, business? Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. And let's face it, it's uh, you could definitely see why somebody would do that as a business. Shoplifting, mm-hmm. obviously, breakage and stuff like that is an issue. So mm-hmm. here we go. So I'm traveling to Dallas. I'm I'm writing off meals if I have my uh, clothes cleaned. Fine. If I prearrange my haircut. day where I can get a haircut. I can do that as well. Ordinarily, so if I spend my X amount of money on a haircut when I'm home, I can't really use it. But if I'm traveling anyway and I could kind of arrange it in there, I'm okay. Bob, if I get a haircut on my way to the place, would that also count? Like, do I have to be away away or can I just do it on the way? You need to be away away. You need to be away away. Got to be away away. Okay, got it. All Mm -hmm. right. So I do that, and then um, so I'm going to have the hotel, any room service, you know, a portion of that. If I um, treat somebody to a meal like a lunch or a coffee or a dinner or a banquet or something like that, mm-hmm. would those things be deductible yes, as well? Now, now, now it's interesting because meals and entertainment have a 50% deductibility. Okay. Okay. But you can also take a look at buying sporting tickets, okay, or other events to give away – which do not fall into the entertainment division. You can't write yours off, but you can theirs. Wow. Okay? There's a lot of different things in the in the travel game that work. Remember the martini lunch things from many years ago? Mm-hmm. There was there was deductible. All right. They've they've made changes, of course, during that time. That was back in the back in the seventies and eighties and that kind of stuff. But but there are just so many things that are deductible. And quite frankly, guys, those are on my spreadsheet. Excellent. Now, Bob, we only have about 30 seconds left before I have to push that last button. This hour just flew. I just want to remind everybody, if they go to the dashradio.com, on the resources page, you can find Bob's tax program. Got some time now between now and April 15th before, if you need an extension, you do the extension thing. But you got that time, and for Bob's program being only 20 bucks, I'm telling you, it's the best 20 bucks you could ever spend. So Bob's going to be back on Thursday. We're going to be at the A&MP uh, conference working on our deductions and everything else we have to do to relative to building all the businesses, including the Dash Radio Show. And, Bob, I'm going to turn us off for now because i got to spin some records, and I'm going to catch you next time. Thanks, all right, folks, and we'll see you Thursday. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show. 
Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.